Welcome to The Hot Seat, powered by Affordable Staff. David Judge here, and we're at Season 1, Episode 5 of The Hot Seat, where we talk to industry influencers that have worked hands-on in the real estate industry. We find out where these influencers see current and future trends, and what you can do about it to support and grow your business. There are nine episodes, and the first season in each episode is released every second Tuesday, guaranteed. Now, today, we're talking to David Berridge, who is the National Agent Service Manager of Rent.com.au, and how he's been a part of this business for the last 13 years. David comes to us as a service provider and has worked with different companies, including FPOS, and he's giving us insights on the journey of rent.com.au over the last 13 years. He discusses how he started in real estate as a real estate agent, yes, true story, before moving across to rent, and he also talks about the growth of the business from hiring contractors to now employing all staff locally within Australia. David also talks to us about how he used to manage the website from a ski field in Switzerland, all the luck, yeah, the challenge of traditional agencies versus technology, a paperless real estate agency, artificial intelligence around decision-making, and the importance of people in the business, and where David would like to see the industry go within the next five years. Now, one more important point to mention before we jump onto this episode. None of the businesses we've interviewed are sponsors of The Hot Seat, and all are industry influencers and businesses they represent, and they've given their time to be on the show. Now, this is another great episode with David and is, you know, is actually a great resource of information considering he's been in the industry for so many years as a service provider and then all the changes that he's gone and seen within that industry. So anyway, let's go. Let's get into it and roll it. Hello and welcome. This is David here from the hot seat and I have with me... Damien. And also David. another David. So this, hopefully this doesn't get too confusing for everybody. The three, David, the three Ds. The three Ds. Yeah, we had the double D a couple of times, but <laughs> never had the three D. So um, thank you, David, for having a, a conversation with us. Uh, we, um, at the hot seat, we basically get an understanding of where you've come into the industry from, where you see the industry going and where you are right now, as well as a couple of questions around disruptors, et cetera, et cetera. And we just try and make it interesting and see how it goes. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. Okay, excellent. So. Tell us about yourself. Like, how did you get into the industry where you are now? Sure. Well, look, I guess I've always had a technical background. Um, I was yes. previously involved with uh, FPOS, actually. Really? Prior to getting into real estate. Okay. Uh, I have actually been a real estate agency for a short period. Yes. Roy Weston, back in Western Australia, many, many, many years ago. Yes. Um, but um, I had a friend of mine, actually, through university, um, was actually starting up the Rent.com new business. Yes. Um, and I really liked the story. Like it was um, you know, it's obviously a space that hadn't really been addressed properly mm. by the market. Um, I kind of like niche industries where you can, I guess, become more of an expert in that area rather than trying to just be a generalist. Yes. Um, and uh, look, it was, I think it's, you know, it was clearly a growth area. I mean, you know, the cost of housing just escalates mm. every year. Um, and so more and more over time, it's going to be a, more of a rental market than an ownership market in Australia, I feel. Um, and I guess um, having a good solution for tenants to connect with property managers and landlords is yes. really essential. And I think we, we, we can actually bring value to that, uh, that transaction show. Mm. And how long have you been a part of the business for? Uh, it's actually yeah. uh, over 10 years. Over 10 years. <laughs> over 10 years, years Rent.com.au yeah, has been around. Right. It's yeah. a very good domain name, isn't it? Oh, look, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a prize one. I think at you know, you know, this, this day and age, I, I don't necessarily feel that... Um, Having the domain name being your business no, not, not is anymore. a necessity, yes. but it's certainly an asset. Yes. And it's not a disadvantage. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty good domain name. Yeah, so you mentioned you you had a um, you did work in a, a real estate agency, yes. uh, sales or property management? Sales. Sales. And how long did you do that for? Oh, only for a few months, actually. Um, yeah. Then I got a, probably a better offer elsewhere. And, <laughs> yes. and to be frank, um, at the time, training was pretty poor. Yes. Um, you pretty much you know, thrown to a desk and hand out letterbox drops. Yeah, and, Okay, door door knocking, yeah. exactly. So door knocking was a big thing. So there's actually no training, um, and um, and and then I guess uh, I had a better sort of uh, 
opportunity came across in the software area. Um, yes. And that was really my passion and area of interest, so I sort of took on that opportunity. Mm, how's the platform evolved in the last 10 years? Oh, look, uh, there's been so many changes. <laughs> um, we've certainly gone through the typical startup where, you know, you get contractors building a lot of your site. Yes. Um, to now we have our own development team. Mm. We have our own in-house customer support team. Um, so we've done a lot of, uh, I guess, bringing back people who actually um, are part of the business mm. rather than just contractors to the business, and that certainly had a benefit to the business because I think um, that passion and belief in the business um, nurtures um, a lot of stuff and a lot of extra miles that your staff go for you because they yes. want to do the best they can and because it's in their interest. So, mm. so look, uh, it, it's certainly evolved. Certainly things like hosting costs have changed dramatically yes. where, you know, we, we, you know we, we pay for these horrifically expensive boxes every month. And security? Uh, well, security is managed by the the, the, uh, the infrastructure managers, but uh, yes. that wasn't so much the issue. But um, scalability and all those things, obviously, yeah. is always a challenge because you effectively have to buy another box to scale up, mm. whereas now mm. we're on Amazon. Um, so you've got full okay. scalability um, and, it, and they do all the, uh, I guess, the infrastructure support that you need. Brilliant, brilliant uh, um, you know, cloud-based system and a lot of our sort of other support. So uh, I presume since you're on Amazon, you'd be, you'd be hosted locally? Yes, yes, that's okay. right. Yeah, actually, okay. we did that shift a little while ago. Yes, because um, yes. Amazon upgraded, which yeah, is good, a couple right, of years exactly. ago. So, yeah, no, so it's, 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 and look, it's, it's definitely um, helped, helped mm. business, um, I guess, become far more efficient yes. um, and sort of allows to actually test the waters in certain areas because you can quickly scale up and down as you need it. So that's been good. Mm. And what would you say over the last 10 years would be the uh, your favourite change, the, the, the thing you're most proud of? About the business. Oh, look, I, I actually have to reflect on where we started. So yes. the business always started being fully online. So yes. from end to end, there was nothing you couldn't do on our website um, without being you know, logged on. I mean, it was mm. basically always an online site from every part of the administration, from our own administration through to the agent's administration. Yes. Um, and I can sort of, you know, honestly say there was, when we were just starting up, there was only a few of us there. Mm. Um, and I actually fully supported the website from the ski fields in Switzerland. Okay, really? <laughs> that, that, that was over 10 years ago. I think yes. that's pretty remarkable, really, Yeah. reflect on that. Um, today's, everyone takes it for granted because it's just the way it is these days, but yes. back then it wasn't. And I think that's that, that by having that, I guess, um, I guess genesis mm. has always kept us true to that, that um, we've always been an online business and we yes. deliver things really well online. And I, I know that a... Uh we have a, a couple of large clients that that work with us, and I know that the and I know REA they have an offshore team. Your team are they around the world or all Australian? No, or? it's all Australian. So oh, our wow. customer support team is right here in Australia. Yes, um, all our developers here in Australia. Um, so now we haven't gone to offshore at this point in time, but not to say we won't, and mm. certainly our customers do. And so where it makes sense in your business, I think it's a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, you know, I guess there's been many you know, speakers you know, over the last two days here at the conference that speak about it's not about replacing people, it's about mm. adding capacity. Yes. Um, and that's that's certainly you know, where I can see the benefit of it. And you know, we've, you know, on the occasion, we've used like some offshore freelancers for something, you know, like basically like doing a you know, web form for us or something like that. So mm. there's certainly um, places for it all, And um, but certainly you know, for our business, we have sort of, I guess, been able to you know, afford the luxury of having an Australian-based team. So yes. I suppose like, from the outside looking in on the, the real estate sector, mm. um, what are you seeing as the biggest challenges and problems that real estate agencies and agents are having right now? Look, I, th- I think the challenge for a lot of agencies still is the acceptance that technology change is here and it's coming fast. Mm. Um, it's growing fast. Um, and there's, there's, I guess, a lot of agencies are still very traditional in their ways. 
um, don't really embrace those changes. Uh, yes. And uh, my fear is they'll get left behind and it won't be just like gradually, it will just be a snapshot. There'll be all some big change in their area mm. um, with agencies who have embraced that change um, and that plain catch-up can be very hard. And we, we had a conversation around that because <clears throat> from a um, from an outsourcing perspective, our early adopters within the industry were generally quite young. And in the last twelve months, that the average age is is changing because I think the the early adopters have come on. They've, it's now become the norm, if you call it yes. that. And then you have the I, I wouldn't, yeah, I'll say it's from fear uh, and now scared of being left behind. That they're yeah. thinking, oh crap, I've got to catch up now. So, pioneers, you have the followers, and yes. then you have the ones who are just left behind and try to catch up fast. Yeah, yeah. So you, followers, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we probably are mm. at that stage in, in the outsourcing world. Yeah. Um, do you see a time where real estate transactions will be paperless? Oh, of course. I mean, it's... it's, it's and how far away do you think? Oh, look, time? I think it's very close. I, I think that all the technology exists there. Yeah. It's just yes. legislative changes that are required to sort of enable to happen in many areas. Um, and then it's just a user acceptance. So it's mm. about uh, changing the culture of uh, organisations to see that. So e-signing is definitely here. Now, banks mm. are doing it now. It's not like, you know, so if you've got you know, multi-million dollar transactions, financial transactions happening with an e-signing environment... There's no reason it shouldn't be happening in real estate, mm. and it is obviously in many areas in many states. It is starting to be brought into for lease signing and so on. So I think um, it's the speed and efficiency of it, but also there is a lot of fraud in the world. Yes, and by having these systems, there actually is the opportunity to actually put better um, yeah. security in place to actually prevent. And it's funny, the concept, isn't it? People are scared of the online stuff, thinking that their data could be stolen. But I come from an IT background as well. You understand that the levels of security are far more complex than a piece of paper that someone can take a photo of or steal. That's right. Yeah, a mm. signature can be forged just as much as anything else. So yes. Um, yeah. And um, do you think, are, are there any agencies that are totally paperless yet? Oh, look, I, I imagine, I don't think there's ever, ever been such a thing as a paperless office. Yes. Um, I think that's a bit of, a bit of fallacy. Um, there's still, you know, there are... There's needs to move paperwork around. Mm. Um, they, you obviously don't need to take a photocopy for everybody. You just have one copy and then you scan it and share it um, and archive it. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, we're probably a long way away from it. And I think, um, you know, Reflex would probably hope that is the case. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, look, I think, um, you know, there's definitely, as far as digitising a lot of transactions and negating the need for a lot of paperwork, that's definitely coming. I mean, we have it ourselves, so we have our rent-to-resume product, mm. which allows tenants to put a lot of information, photos about themselves, um, attach, you know, uh, tenancy checks and all their history to a document which can then be emailed to an agent. Mm. It can then populate an electronic application form. Yes. Um, so from the application side, definitely there's certainly room for it. The next movement is then to have everybody accept a digital release, and that's, that is going so and also you're just talking about application forms, mm. and it's one of those you know, necessary evils within a property management yep. business. Do you see a time where that'll be actually automated, instant? Oh, look, it should be. I mean, there's no reason. And how far away do you think that's going to be? Well, it is now. I mean, you can do it now. So there's already online forms. You know, we've got mm. our online form. That's, that's not new. There's one form. There's, you know, there's a whole hybrid of these coming agencies developing their own. Um, so that online digital application form is there, uh, and that's it's about then, I guess, opening up that system to be shared amongst everybody as opposed to, I guess, at the moment, the very much segregated system. You know, so every agent you know, can walk out, you know, we hear it all the time from our tenants, you know, they can use our form for this one, but then they have to fill up paperwork for this particular agency and they're never going to go to one. So there's all these disparate systems, and this mm. is one tenant moving across multiple agencies trying to find a property. And um, that's not really great 
um, solution for or user tenant. experience for a tenant. Yeah, no, it's not. So um, you know, we're very much you know have a belief that we want to make things as easy as we can for the tenant, mm. uh, but equally provide rich information back to property managers to give informed decisions to their landlords. Um, so I think by I guess creating a one stop, and we, we, we don't believe in just the one form. Everybody's got their own variances of what they need, but certainly one data point. I think that you can start from and that can then be pushed out to various systems. I think it's the future um, and that's going to make that whole environment, I think, a lot more painless mm. for both the tenant and the property manager. And a lot of, uh, like, the big talk at the moment or at the conference at the moment is disruptors yep. in, in the real estate industry and more specifically property management. Where do you see the disruptors coming from? What, what are your thoughts around disruption in property management? Where do you see we're going to be in two, three years' time? Yeah. Look, I think, I think of the, probably the... The clearest, uh, and it's not a risk, it's actually an asset, is artificial intelligence. I think that's going to give the opportunity to actually um, use information a lot better than what we currently do. Um, so, you know, I, I certainly see um, artificial intelligence coming into play for things like tenant assessment, for instance. So when an application comes through, it can run a lot of algorithms to work out, you know, this is actually a, probably a better quality tenant based yes. on the criteria yep. that you can set versus this one is not so good. And that's a manual task at the moment for a property manager. It's not, mm. you know, there's no system to actually do that. So I, th- I certainly see AI sort of coming into play in that sort of environment, uh, decision-making. So like, you know, we're a, a search website for rental properties. So, mm. you know, it'll come to a point where you put some criteria in through your normal search patterns. It learns that behavior and then yes. starts providing Customizing the customization yeah. solutions for you, rather than you having the old-fashioned filters, you know. Mm. So, so you, you know, it'll be more natural filtering as opposed to currently, I guess, a set criteria that you filter by. So that's probably not far away either. Mm. Um, so I think from that point of view, um, you know, it, nothing takes away from the fact that real estate is still a people business. Yes. So there's always going to be people needed in that. It's just a lot of the work that they currently have to do that are routine manual tasks, they will certainly become automated. Um, and it's, it is, you know, you know everyone's seen the demonstration of the Google Assistant. Yeah, um, most recently calling up the hairdresser. hairdresser. Yes, right. yes. And, and I think it's pretty clear that, that that's going to take care of, you know, if you want to book in for looking at open for inspection, it's going to be done by a computer, mm. which is much better than the current system, which is very clunky mechanical. Yes, you know, grab an email. If you can do it by voice and then, you know, set up the appointment and send through the reminder to your smartphone, that's all going mm. to sort of um, move very quickly. But as a portable provider, mm. um, how does that fit into your world? How do you, how do you adapt to... Um, well, we, to, to those changes, yeah. because you're like at the moment you go to rent.com.au yep. and you search for your property and you and you start you start that manual sequence. Yep. Um, do you see a point in time where rent.com.au will be AI that you'll make those bookings by? Oh, well, I, th- I think we, I think we're not so much going to be doing the doing, but certainly the, the systems that are out there will certainly link into us to facilitate that. Right, so API. that already happens. So you know, mm. we're really agnostic when it comes to what systems and agency uses, whether it might be. Rocky and Rest, console, whether it's using my desktop or Plus or whatever to actually uh, link with us, mm. and pass information to us. I think we, we're just like the starting point for that journey for a tenant looking for a property. So they yes. start with us. We'll give them the tools to actually help them with that journey and have some really cool features to actually enable them and also give them, I guess, a helping hand along the way where they need it with some some of the, I guess, services that we provide ourselves. Um mm. But there will also be the services that we, we sort of link into that the agency uses for their own their own reasons. Um, mm. you, you're never going to have the one system for all. It'd be yeah. ideal, but it never happens. Um, but so long as we actually, I guess, uh, do communicate with those systems, um, yes. that's that's where I see us still fitting in. So um, outside of uh, rent.com.au and outside of the disruptors, where would you, David, like to see the industry go in the next five years? 
Oh, look, that's a good question. I think it's a hard question too because I think, um, you, know, you know, everyone saw what happened with Airbnb when it came to country and there's always this talk about, well, will there be an Airbnb for the traditional real estate agency? Well, I think it's probably already there to yes. many respects. Yeah. Uh, it's how well um, embraced it is and um, sometimes it's, um, you know, humans are still humans mm. and there are some reasons people don't do certain things. I think when it comes to property in particular, um, Paying for a room overnight is not a high-risk proposition. Yes. Buying a house or taking a lease for 12 months, there's a bit more money involved. So I think that, that people still want to have that confidence of dealing with people potentially. Mm. Even though a lot of the communication exchange might still be done via email or via a smartphone application or whatever. So I think um, it, it's, I don't see that revolutionising the, uh, the, the property search where all of a sudden it just becomes you don't need an agent anymore you just effectively directly connect with the landlord and you find your property yes. I think there's going to be still those exchange places which are traditional agents though they may not have a, a, a fancy you know, shop front window and so on um, mm. and many agents have abandoned that for that very good reason that nobody really comes to the office anymore particularly yes. if you've gone to a payment system where you don't, don't need to come and hand the cash over the counter um, but certainly the, the people business is there people still like to and property manager is very much a people business. Yeah. And there are a lot of different things that a property manager or a real estate agent, when they're going through, there are so many variables <laughs> that can occur. That That's right. And you they, do pick up a lot by seeing, you know, eye, you know, yes. to what, uh, what, you know, what that person's really like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, um, we're at that stage. I think we are. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about Shameless plug time. Yeah. What would you like to talk about? <laughs> oh, look, uh, I mean, for rent time, you look, we've got a very simple business. You know, we're all about just connecting tenants with landlords and property managers. Yes. Um, and doing that in a nice, efficient and headache-free way. Mm. So we, we see our role as just, uh, I guess, breaking down some big barriers that currently yep. um, in, with these complex and disseminated systems and trying to make that journey a lot less painful for everybody. Because, mm. uh, you know, it is kind of an adversarial environment in many cases um, and we want to smooth up those bumps and actually make it uh, a pleasant experience for both the tenant and the property manager. So if we can build things in like we've got our rental resume with now the pet resume which we introduced 12 months ago, yes, um, that was again just adding another layer of information that actually personalises people, mm. lets them put the photo of their puppy up and so on. And property managers really embrace that, they love that because it kind of helps them tell the story to the landlord, say this isn't some big prop wire that's going to rip the house apart, yep. it's actually a nice little fluffy poodle or whatever it is. Well, if there's a rock wheeler, we've got a property that will allow that, you know, so yes. it actually gives that extra layer of information. That's where we, where we see us having that role mm. and we've got some pretty cool things planned to actually um, help that along and mm. uh, that's where we see ourselves and that's our future I feel is that um, having a good role and actually making it a nice process for people to go and find a property. Yes, yes. And, well, thank you very much for your time. Really thank do appreciate guys. it. Congratulations over 10 years yes, working. Yeah, that's right. Working, but you're not in the ski field. That's the only thing. I had a lot more hair too when we first started, so it's all good. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for your time. Very good. Thank you. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode with David. And before you go, I'd ask if you enjoy this episode that you subscribe to our podcast, which you can find when you search for the hot seat wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. As you know what? They really do count. I also wanted to remind you that the hot seat is powered by affordable staff. And if I'm 100% honest, we could not put the hot seat together without outsourcing every component. I mean, I seriously, I record this footage and then I record the audio and I send it over to the people in the Philippines or our office in the Philippines and they do the rest. So thank you very, very much to our team, especially Ira. Okay, another great episode. Thank you. And we will see you again on the next episode of The Hot Seat.